Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome back <coughs> to a special Christmas edition episode mm. of the Dege- Professional Degenerates. We are eight months early. Or four months late. Either way. Well, Easter was recently, so... This could be the Easter episode. It is. I remember um, when I was a boy. You remember when you were a boy? What did you get for presents? Not much. I can't remember any of the presents I got as a kid. I definitely got presents, but clearly none of them were that distinctive. I feel like I got a lot of clothes. Um... I don't know, I can't remember. Some DVDs. That used to be the big thing uh, for the longest time. D- DVDs were presents. DVDs used to be sick. You know, when you when you used to get a DVD like as a present, you used to be so excited. Then streaming came, services came along and ruined that. Christmas episode. Mm. <laughs> Santa Claus. Is he racist? Well, uh... He doesn't really seem to visit Africa. Doesn't he? I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen him there. I don't... Yeah, I guess not, eh? It's mm. pretty hot. Mm. Oh, the, the reindeers wouldn't function well. But mind you, he comes to Australia. It's pretty but, hot here. Yeah. I guess what we're trying to say is it's only, like... Santa Claus only goes to certain countries. Yeah. I wonder what <laughs> speed he would have to go at to put presents in every single one's houses every single night. Well, not everyone gets a present. Well, no, but like a lot of people do. Yeah, so, some people get like a landmine or something. Uh, in Afghanistan, yeah, sure. Yeah, they've been a real naughty boy. Yeah, great bit. Um... <laughs> Blowing the legs off children. I like that as a bit. No, you'll be opening it up with your hands, so you'll blow the arms off, I think. Um, true, true. Um, well, I never said it was children. Um, one sec. Uh, one sec. I'm going to have an idea. Uh, copy. I, I think Santa is underrated. If you want to elaborate, elaborate and offer a... Theory. Well, uh, Alex is texting. I am. Um, I'm texting someone to try and get them. I want this. I want. Well, we, we we did the no gay episode. We we did that, and we stuck to it pretty well. We're back into the gay shit. But like, you know what? Oh. I will even keep this episode to a minimum. But I want this answered of how two tops resolve their sexual differences. Well, it's this is like a long time coming because the last time someone talked about it, we talked about this. It was. Two episodes ago. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. So if someone is actually keeping up with this storyline, there's a big payoff. <laughs> Such a big payoff. <laughs> oh, God. I sh- we need someone to call and answer, don't we? Someone's got to be able to answer this. Fuck. This is going bo- to bother me. Well, my roommate could, but he won't be on. He won't be on. No, he won't be on the pod. Well, the, the t- two of the people I've messaged have been on the pod in the past. Oh. So they won't mind being on again. Just as a transient voice. Just as a transient voice. I feel like they wouldn't. Would they? I've told them it's on air. So I'm not like... I'm not trying to... 
prank call them or anything. Fuck me. Anyway. It doesn't matter. They'll probably pick up the call just as we're finishing. Probably. Probably. Or they will call just as we're finishing. Do an hour and 40 episode. Yeah, or just as they're finishing. Mm. Um, so, been watching anything good on television lately, Martin? I sure haven't. I've been watching uh, a lot of The Mandalorian. That's a great show. Mandalorian? The Mandalorian. Yeah, it's a great, great. Very fun show. And that's Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Uh, that's exactly right. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I haven't seen The Mandalorian. It's good. You you would... I think you would probably like it. What about The Woman Delorean? Uh, well, they do have some Woman Deloreans in there. Oh, yeah. Mm. Are they like bounty hunters? Um, sort of. Sort of. They're mercenaries, uh, bounty hunters, assassins. They do all kinds of weird things, but they like live by... Mandalorians do these things, but they live by strict... Um, Honor and societal code because they're, 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 a, they're a culture of warriors, the Mandalorians, even though like they sell their assets to people all the time. Like, picture it this way if Jedi are like Templar Knights, like forces strictly for good, they're like paladins, they're like paladins, exactly. Mandalorians are like ancient Spartans. Like, they, they have a strict, strict honor code, a strict, strict societal codes, but they are allowed to sell their expertise in battle, but never allowed to go against their customs. So that's, that explain it. Does that elaborate anything for you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. What about the Sith? I think the Sith, I feel like the Sith are kind of just like shoguns, you know, like they, they, Shoguns and daimyos, they, they vie for total power, total control, and they don't care what means of which, of how they get it, you know? Point is, they need to get it. What is a daimyo? A daimyo is, or a daimyo or a daimyo, depending on who you ask. A daimyo is like uh, a lord or duke uh, among um, the samurai culture. Um. So samurai are like the knights and foot soldiers to the daimyo. And the daimyo are like lords and dukes and earls to the shogun. Um, the shogun being the warlord king of Japan. Do you remember the ancient, uh, the ancient Japanese warrior Testicles? <laughs> no, go on. He's very strong. Mm-hmm. He had shotguns for hands. Mm-hmm. And the biggest testicles in the land. That was his Achilles heel. <laughs> was his testicles. <laughs> That's why he was called Testicles. <laughs> testicles. <sighs> I like that one. That is a good one. It's a real story. I didn't make it up. You Have you ever read the Iliad by Homer? No. It's interesting. I would, I would, I would read it. What's so interesting about it? Uh, I think what's interesting about it is like the, the, the attitude that men have towards their own mortality. Because ultimately that's what it's all about. Because you have two opposing heroes, right? You have Hector of Troy, who is like the quintessential, um, like, patriot 
loyal husband, good son, uh, devoted father, uh, loyal brother, all of that shit, you know, honors the God, like lives a life of like humility, humbleness, and honor. That's what he lives. Hector. Uh, Hector of hectic. Troy. Hector lives hectically. And then there's Achilles, who is all vanity. He is all anger. He is all, uh, um, he's all like rashness and like brutality and you know he's a homosexual and his entire life is to live through glorifying himself and satisfying his own pleasure and his own desire and Uh, he is the greatest warrior to ever walk the earth well so you got hector achilles and uh, testicles right yeah and testicles is the most uh Got the biggest balls in Greece. Yeah, even though he was Japanese. Yeah, he somehow found his way to Greece. It's very difficult to defeat a man who has shotguns for hands. It is. <laughs> when During that time period. It, it really would be. But no, like, what the, the interesting comparison to them is, is how, like, both men are remembered, Achilles and Hector. Achilles sought to be remembered, though, because... In the book, it's prophesied that if Achilles goes to Troy, he will die, but his name will live on forever. Oh, so he's like, see? Yeah, he's like, I want to be remembered forever. Um, but if uh, he stays in Greece, he will live a happy, a long and happy life, but his name will like not live forever. But he's like invincible, eh? Except for the uh, Achilles heel, yeah. Because isn't that when he was dipped in the river or some The shit? river Styx. Yeah, yeah, so the River Styx, he, he, his entire body was submerged into the River Styx except for his ankle. Why don't they was... just like, dip that bit too? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Martin. It's a, very good qu- it's a very good question. I do not have the answer. Could they just double dip him? <sighs> yeah, like, t- dip, like dip him in, flip him around and then dip him in the other way too. Yeah. That would be my guess too, but no, apparently not, not what they're going for. Dude, they... Th- the Greeks said that they created logic, but here we are. Mm. Uh, here we are indeed. But then, but then, what? Yeah. What's interesting about it is, is that Hector only ever sought to do the right thing and be, live an honourable life, and yet he's also Beta. pretty much. That's exactly right. He's <clears throat> he's the cuck. He's not the Chad, you know. But like, he's still remembered for being honourable. So Achilles just. is the Chad. Yeah. But what about Testicles? He's the Sigma, you know. Yeah, he's Sigma Grandson. Sigma Grandson. As his balls grind across the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Um, but no, he was... He was. So that's what's interesting. Just like the perspective of immortality. And neither of these people are going to fucking call. Fucking hell. That's so well, annoying. I don't know if I would want to be immortal. Uh, immortal in name? Would, would you? Is there any part of you that would like to be remembered forever? Examined throughout history. It has the greatest hack. It's the greatest hack. The greatest hack come. The greatest hack comeback in history. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. Because it would make people unusually angry, which is pretty funny. Yeah. And be like, all jokes are about Tinder and uh, hookups and gay shit. You know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I just took the bus recently. Mm. Because comedy's going well. Oh, God, I hate that. I think I heard someone make that joke recently. 
Oh, actually, there's some, there, there was something I wanted to talk to about you off air, which I said we, we said we wouldn't talk about. So there's, on there's probably a way to make like it look like you're going to do something hack and then flip it so it's then it, you'll impress the comics. Well, could it be done with a... Um, could it be done? Here's a thought. Here's a thought. Of course. Here is you a just, thought. You just take the premise, like the normal thing, like this person, like I met this disgusting person and they were doing disgusting shit and spitting on the ground or whatever, and now we've been dating for six months. <laughs> well, you know that night, that first Sunday slouches, I'm pretty sure I told you that thing, which was where... Um, there was a guy, he was pissing in the alley next to the 21st Amendment and he was spitting and we were just like, I was out there with Mason and Courtney Maldo and we were all just like, I know some people that would be really turned on by that right now. It's like they, those people wish they could be under him just getting pissed and spat on. And, and Mason was one of them. Mason was one of them. Yeah, Mason would have loved to have gotten pissed and spat on by this man. I don't understand the appeal. Piss doesn't seem very sexy to me. It doesn't. I've been pissed on, though. I've been pissed on and pissed on. Like, I've been pissed on and pissed on someone. So I've done both. I find the thing, though, with most sexual fetishes and things like that, the appeal is not in the act. I mean, this is for me. I'm not speaking for anyone else. Here, but is it the depravity of the idea? It's not the depravity of the idea. It's not the act. It's who you do it with. Oh. You know, it's like, I don't want to be pissed on by like an ug- someone I find ugly. I want to be pissed on by someone I find hot and I want them to do it because they want to do it. You know, they pr- they're really hot and then they say, oh, I want to piss. Can I piss on you? And I'm like, Sure. And it's not the act itself. It's the idea that I'm doing something disgusting with a really hot person. You know, that's Um, why I did it. I can't say why other people do it. I don't really have, like, individually, I don't really have a thing for piss or pissing on people. You know, it's just, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's my cup of tea. But the act of doing it with someone who I find really, really attractive now, now we're talk. now we're playing ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're cooking. Yeah, we're cooking with gas. Cooking cook oh. with gay. <laughs> cooking with oil. Yeah, yellow with, oil. Yeah, yellow cooking with piss. Salty piss. So yeah, that's that's what I found out about it. I'm not sure how other people look at it, but you know, then again, I, I think the piss market is a very niche market of, of sexual depravity. Oh, you'd be surprised. I probably would be. No, i um, throw out random comments. Mm, but uh, no, it was, it was never anything for me. Uh, yeah, that's... Nothing, nothing, nothing too amazing for me. And didn't awaken anything in you? No, not really. Never really wanted to be pissed on. Like, oh. it's just, it's not. I don't really want to do most things with people. Like, I just want to have sex with people, and then things come up, like running a knife on my balls, or you know, pouring hot wax onto someone's titties, or like something like that. And then it kind of just happens. And then you're like, well, I'm in the heat of the moment now. Uh, I'm with someone attractive. There's very little I won't try with this person because I find them attractive. Yeah, fill up a snake with concrete. <laughs> fill up and, a and snake. And then ride it. Fill up a snake with concrete and ride it. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. wonder how you could do wonder if we could get a live snake, force its mouth open, and just fill it with concrete. Yeah, that's the, sto- that's the original uh, Bible story. Right. 
There's the snake and... I want someone to do that. I don't think the snake will be too happy, to be honest. I don't... <laughs> Somehow I think you're right, uh, Martin. But how, what about snake charmers? Is that the colloquialism for sluts these days? No. Yeah, it is. Mm. No, but it's just like the snakes are so angry. I did watch this. Speaking of filling something up with concrete, I remember watching this movie. I can't even remember what the name of the movie was. It wasn't a very good movie from what I remember, but I do remember there was this scene. It was basically a vengeance film, you know, like pretty stock standard thing. They're hardly breaking the mold with it. It was a special forces guy back from the army, uh, like specialized in interrogation and assassination and someone murdered his family or his parents or something like that. He is back for vengeance and he's going to fuck them up. And then yeah. he goes, uh, like, um, then, like, yeah, he goes on a rampage. And the way he kills one of the people is he chokes them with concrete. Like, he, he chokes them with concrete. And then later on when the police come to the crime scene and they're like, they see him and it's like, oh, they filled him up with concrete. Oh, and they'll be like... If you hit him in the stomach with a sledgehammer right now, he would shatter into dozens of pieces. And I'm like, why didn't you show that on camera? I wanted to see. I would want to see that. Don't fucking tempt me with that because now I want to see it. Now the only way I'm going to be able to see it is if I do it myself, you know? I don't know if he would shatter like concrete. Well, that's what they that's what they said. There's not um there's no concrete. It's not you're not full of it. Oh, I I don't know like their logic behind it. Apparently, he really chopped the guy up with cement. Oh, maybe. But your arms aren't full of it. No, true. True. Okay, you got me there. It's only really like the torso. The torso. But you could, like, I could see the torso smashing into a dozen pieces. Yeah, maybe. You could you could dice up a torso. Like, if you cut away the arms and legs, and then you just had a torso, you could continue to cut up the torso into a dozen different pieces. Not having arms and legs is a lot. Yes. Yes, it is. I think driving would be pretty hard. <laughs> or living in general. Yeah, running, rolling down the stairs. Mm. You see those um, stories of people who like live without arms and legs and they're so inspiring and it's like, just... Like, wouldn't you just want to kill yourself? Maybe, but you're in so deep now. Your dick's always rubbed along the ground. This is true. But what's the appeal in that? That's no, just interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or a permanent state of erection from constant stimulation from the concrete. Yeah, they're like, I thought you didn't have your legs. Mm, damn. Nice. Would you sacrifice a limb or an appendage to have a giant penis? Like, if you, if you could give up, let's say, let's say a toe... For like a big twelve-inch penis, would you would you would you do that? Well, no, it seems uh, cumbersome. Twelve twelve inches does seem cumbersome, but it seems pretty awesome too. Yeah, I guess so. So, what toe would you give up? I'll just give up. Uh... I feel like this this toe would be that one there would be the most logical one. I'll give up my whole foot. You give up your whole foot for a 12-inch penis. I wasn't even going to make you do that. I was thinking about making you give up, like, an arm or a leg. And it's like, oh, let's just start on a toe. No, then I can tell people about it. 
Oh, yeah, I gave up an entire foot to have a 12-inch penis. Yeah. It would be an interesting story. Mm. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking hell. Um, but why, why would that be an interesting story, though? Because I'll be like, man, you wouldn't believe where I, how I got this 12-inch penis. <sighs> oh, when you present it like that. I, I made a deal with a, um, you know, whatever, something, mm. some kind of thing. Some kind of thing, a gypsy. Yeah, a, a gypsy. gypsy woman. And she was like, I'll cut your foot off and I'll give you a 12-inch dick. And in hindsight, it's pretty sketchy. Mm-hmm. But they did it. They did it. I don't know where they found the dick. Uh... They found it inside of you. And then I looked down and I'm like, oh my god, they've actually just attached my foot to where my dick is. <laughs> a foot-long penis. Uh, well, don't they say... They say that um, there's a calculation on your body for your penis. But I don't think that's true anyway, so I'm not even going to repeat it. I don't want to get people's hopes up. Um, I think it... Maybe it's like... I think it's that... From, from your wrist to your tallest finger is the length of your penis or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I don't even think that's true. I, I, I don't think there's any truth in that. Well, yeah, because what about... Nah, there's definitely got to be anomalies. Of course, there's anomalies with everything. Yeah, so I don't believe that. Why do you have plushies in your room, by the way? I like this one. I know you... Um, I, I didn't say you shouldn't like it, but why do you have it? Uh, I've just had it for a long time. How long's a long time? I got it from an op shop. Of course you did. You'd love the op shop in my place, in uh, in, in Coburn. Yeah, I bought it for a dollar. Mm. Thirsty by Jock Creasy. Have you read that? No. No? I just... Anytime there's a comic, I'm like, oh, I might get this book from the op shop. Apparently, he uh, had sexual relations with an AFL player. Um, yeah, that, might, that probably adds up. Does it? I don't know, I guess so. Why not? Yeah, but why does it make sense that he did? He's gay. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's definitely a qualifying factor. Uh, the AFL player could have been gay. Could have been gay. I, I, I just think men who are trapped in any position where they have to be ultra-masculine, in an ultra-masculine environment, they get so much pent-up testosterone, pent-up energy, and pent-up fucking aggression that they just let it out in weird ways. And, like, some of them beat their wives, some of them get drunk, some of them try drugs, some of them fuck dudes, you know? I do feel like there's this weird chemical energy that goes on in men where, like, if, they, if they're if kept in an extreme scenario for too long, they act out in strange ways. Like, and it probably happens with women, too, in their own scenarios, although the scenarios that they act out in are probably very, very different, you know? Yeah. Like... They might fuck Joel Creasy. Women might fuck Joel Creasy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that would happen. Wear a short wig. Wear a strap on. Yeah. Mm. Do like the uh, what was that movie? She's the man. 
Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a weird movie. I never saw that movie though. It was like Mulan, but Mul- soccer. Mulan, but not good. Yeah, there was a distinct lack of Asians. Was it distinct? Did this bother you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, the Mongols or the whoever wasn't in it. The Huns. Oh. The, I want to see all the, the same to me. <laughs> Nuts. Uh, I really want to see the new uh, Mulan movie. Well, it's not that new. It's been out for a few years now, but I would still really like to see it. Um, I remember loving the original as a kid. I think uh, as the time goes on, like recently becomes so relative. Sorry? I think as you get older, recently becomes so relative. How do you mean? Because you're like, oh, this movie was released recently. Like... And it was like years ago. Not like five years ago. Yeah, like half a decade. Yeah, but you're like 40, so like five years is, is like a relatively short amount of time to you in comparison to the life you've lived. But whereas a 15-year-old, if you said, oh, I was released five years ago, they'd be like, that's so long ago. That's one third of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I don't know, my dad will say like, oh, this thing happened recently. And it was like, yeah, years ago. Yeah. But then he'll say the other day. The other day, yeah. two years ago. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. like a decade ago. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting how you get this weird fucked up perception of time through your own lens just because you get older. It's happening and, to me. And then he has like four stories that he'll tell. Like, what are the stories? I don't know anymore. <laughs> well, some of them are, are my stories. Some of them are your stories. What, your dad tells stories about you? Do you talk to your dad often? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A little bit? Are you still tight with your dad? Uh, not super tight, but not super yeah. tight. Are you tight with your brother? Because I know you have a brother. Yeah, pretty tight. You're pretty tight with your brother? I really want to meet your brother. See if he's anything like you. Uh, he's like a skinny version of me. Skinny version of you. I don't know, you're pretty skinny. Oh, well, you should see him. Oh, right. Okay. He's like a stick man. It's so weird to think you went through a fat stage of your life. Like a, like well, a, a it's beastly coming fat again. stage. You reckon? Yeah. You reckon you're going to get chunky again? Yeah, I don't know about chunky, but I'm I'm gaining weight. Why, do you think? Um, Not doing enough? Not active enough? Yeah, probably. <laughs> just, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go for walks. Walk to ECC tonight. You could walk that. Dude, that's like five Ks. Yeah, you could walk that. Yeah, but then I've got to walk back through Knife Bridge. Yeah, on a Tuesday night, that's nothing to be worried about. Yeah, well, on a I've Friday done... night, I'd be worried, but on a Tuesday night, no. I, I have done this kind of stuff before. Like I've walked to the lounge and back from here. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad of a walk. That's like seven k's. Again, I'm not saying it's a short walk, but I'm just saying it's like walk a wall. Yeah, yeah. I used to before my well, when my car was getting like thing, I caught the train into the city every day, and it was a bit of a walk from my house to the train station. That was like a k. Which is fuck all in comparison to what you got to walk, I know, but like, my point is. When stands. I was in Kalgoorlie, I just walked everywhere. But Kalgoorlie's a funny sized town like that. Everything is within walking distance. Well, one side of Cal to the other is like five plus k's. Yeah, so it's like I say, it's not a massive town. Yeah. Especially like the main part of it. Hmm. You know, it is a massive town in terms of like small population, but massive area. Karatha. Mm. Karatha is a fucking weird town like that. Um, I won't go into details, but I do have something exciting to share with you. That's something that I've heard from someone recently. 
We're going to Caratha. No. No, no. Not, not quite. We could be going to Bustleton. Oh, the Caratha of the South. The Caratha of the South. Yeah, Bustleton to... Someone says they may be able to organise a show and we may get paid to go down there and have accommodation for the night. Okay. Do a show in Albany. Who's that? Mason. Oh. He reckons he knows he has a relative who runs a hotel bar down there and they want to organise an event night. I was like, hmm. Well, yeah, last year I went down with Chris Pacillo and... Uh, Ant Mezix? Yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce his last name. Mexies. Mexies. Um, Mark Canny and Aaron Smythe. Aaron Smythe? Oh, yeah, I know Aaron Smythe. So weird how he's opening the new open mic at uh, the, the, the court yeah. of all places. Yeah. That seems very an odd place for stand up comedy. Yeah. I mean, no, doesn't it? I've not seen the room. Well, it can't, there's no way it can be out in the main area where like they actually have the nightclub. There is there is no... Is the nightclub way. running on a Thursday? Yeah, it runs... Oh, this is, could or, be awful. Well, at the, yeah, but there's the upstairs... Because you remember, there's three parts of that nightclub. There's the main dance area, where the, it's like outside. There's the indoor bar downstairs. And then there's the upstairs dance floor and nightclub. And the thing is, they've got DJs for all three of those areas because all three of those areas are soundproofed off from one another. Oh. So it can well, probably be fine. Yeah, it, it can run like that, but I don't know. Like, I don't know where they're going to put it. There's no way they can put it in the main downstairs area. No, it'd probably be upstairs. I'd say it's in the upstairs area, but I'm not certain. Uh, I really want to do... I've applied for a set there, but I don't know if I'll get it because I'm technically not a working comedian yet. But Aaron Smith likes me, so maybe he'll he'll let me on. He's a cool dude. He's very nice. He kind of reminds me of another comedian whose name I'm forgetting at the moment. A famous comedian, a very big comedian, who's dead now. Mitch Hedberg. That, Mitch Hedberg, that's it. That's it. I feel like that's been said about Aaron Smith a lot. Yeah, but you can have your heroes... Oh, nothing wrong with Mitch Hedberg. Nothing wrong with Aaron Smythe. I really, really do want to get on there because I'd love to do a show for Aaron Smythe. He's he's always been really nice to me anyway. And he's he says really he likes nice my to stuff. me. I think he's just a really nice guy in general. I think Wade will do that. He does seem like he partakes in a bit of... Uh, uh, what did you call it? Jazz lettuce? Jazz lettuce? Is that what you called it? Jazz cabbage. That's Jazz cabbage. Shit. Mm. Cabbage and lettuce are a bit different. Um, devil's lettuce, jazz cabbage, um, reefer, bush, um, skunkamola, bush, 9-11, yeah, um, bush, bush did 9-11, um, did you ever see that film Vice with Christian Bale? No. You should watch it. What's that about? It's about Dick Cheney. Vice President for George W. Bush. Ah. What mm. an unfortunate name. Dick Cheney. Ah. <laughs> Richard Cheney. Yeah, Dick Cheney, Richard Cheney. Well, no, he, he was a... 
the the movie was a was a gross like propaganda piece. The movie was a propaganda piece to basically excuse Dick Cheney for inv- it was an excuse. It was it was like it was a piece of propaganda to excuse George W. Bush and Dick Cheney for invading Iraq. That was that was what the movie was for. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, indeed. Dude, but, I love it. But uh, Dick Cheney was... It was still an interesting movie because of the man that Dick Cheney was. Because, like, he was never really... He was a draft dodger for Vietnam. So, like, he dodged multiple draft attempts. Um, He's my hero. <laughs> he... Uh, he, um, I love the idea of dodging the draft. Yeah. To me, it's so funny. It really is, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I love the idea of being a, just a rat. Yeah. And just escaping responsibility. <laughs> well, he did it multiple times. That it's so like, funny. He did, he did it, like, he did it a gross number of times. Like, the, the, <laughs> they had to stop sending him draft notices because apparently, I think they said he, he A, he got too old. And then B, they said he had too many kids. Like, apparently, if you had more than a certain number of kids, you didn't have to do it. I think he had three children. I I just love the idea of being, like, a real difficult employee to get a hold of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was one. But he started as, like, a telephone repairman. Like and he, they couldn't get a, get a hold of him. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's the one repairing the fucking phone. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. But like, yeah, he he, he yeah, he, he was he, he, he was weird, right? And he like he was a notorious alcoholic in his younger years and then he got recovered. And then somehow he ended up in local politics. And then one thing led to another and then apparently he was, he was like in the back rooms and the back corridors during uh, Richard Nixon's presidency. Like he was in yeah, the Dick White Nick, Dick Nixon. Dick Nixon. Richard Nixon. The big dick is here. Yeah, so Richard Nixon when... Uh, big Dicky. Um, when he was uh, in... Uh, in fucking power. And then he stayed in power in like various degrees. And then... I think after maybe when Ronald Reagan became president or the first Bush, George Bush Sr. became president, he left politics and he became an oil CEO. He became... Who's this? Dick Cheney. Yeah, this is Dick Cheney. And then the people who were running George W. Bush's presidency, like, because George Bush was known as a bit of a philander and party animal. Like, he wasn't really... He didn't really have a very long, influential political career, despite being a man in his, like, 40s or 50s at the time. And, um... That's probably because they couldn't get a hold of him. Probably. <laughs> well, no, the George Bush. Uh-huh. George W. Bush. But then they were like, well, we need someone who, like, backs him and things like that and yada, yada, yada. And he... They said, let's call out Dick Cheney out of politics. Like, let's call Dick Cheney back to politics. Let's get him to retire from being an oil CEO. And yeah, he said, please be our vice president. I love the idea of the unreliable politician. Yeah. Pretty funny, isn't it? I just like the idea, yeah, that they can't get a hold of him. 
they can't get a hold of him during his younger years as a telephone repairman. No, but also during those years. Why do you... Th- well, you just love the idea of it. I just love... I just imagine myself in that role and I'm just avoiding responsibility. <laughs> just avoiding responsibility. <laughs> so we need you to solve this cross in the Middle East. Well, I'm... Can't be fucked. I can't be fucked. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, he was he was weird, but you would I don't know. Interesting guy, but the whole end of the ho- the whole last half of the movie is just like a propaganda piece for him to stroke his dick off and saying he did what he thought was right, which was invade, decimate, cripple the Iraqi nation. Seems alright. What, to do that? No, I'm just trying to be divisive. Of course you are. Um, you would. You, th- there are some parts of it you would have found interesting, though. Yeah, like when he was trying to do- be a doll bludger or whatever he was doing. A do- d- draft dodger. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> draft dodger. I love how you associate that with being a difficult employee. <laughs> this is why you're not getting hired, Martin, because that's what you think is the ideal thing to do. Dude, I love it so much. They're like, why Why are you a better employee than like all the other candidates? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you shouldn't hire me. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I hate work. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's nice. If you hire me, I will do the bare minimum. I'll come to work on time and leave as um, early as possible. <laughs> and that is all you will get from me. Yeah. <sighs> Have you ever worked for someone you enjoyed working for? Like you legitimately came to work every day and you wanted to do well for them because you enjoyed working under someone? Oh, no. No? Absolutely not. Never? No. Interesting. I've hated all my employees. I really like my Employers. boss. I really like my boss now, which I know is a convenient thing for me to say, but the, they did not listen to this podcast. Um, so you're going to get nothing from it. I'm going to get nothing from it. But yeah, I really like my boss now. It's like they're a fucking sick lady to work for. She's a sick lady to work for. Like, she just looks after people. Yeah. I just think I hate working. That's fair. That's why I think it's like. It's a real, like, comedian way to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Comedians are lazy by definition. It's like, we want to get paid to make jokes. Yeah. Mm. And you're pretty much there already. You're like... I reckon by next year you'll be very comfortable. Like, you know... You say, I don't think very comfortable. I'd like... But then you got to be in the struggle to make good comedy, I think. Oh, yeah. If you're not, like... If you're not financially struggling, like... I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm financially struggling, but, like, I, you know, it's not easy. No, I reckon it'd be pretty tough to swing it in Perth because there's only so many comics that are, like, full-time. I feel like it's the scene is becoming bigger all the time, though. Yeah, that's true. It's, like, it's, it's growing rapidly. But I'd say, um, I don't know. That'd be ambitious. I'd say in 10 years, you probably could. In 10 years, we could probably be what? Be comfortable making... Be comfortable... Comfortably doing comedy? Maybe, yeah. No, well, trust me. I'm going to I'm gonna find a get-rich-quick scheme 
And you and I will make the money we need to go do comedy in New York for two years. Oh. Then we'll be on easy street. But it's, yeah, it'll be very tough. Doing comedy in New York. Yeah. Of course it would be. But if you can... One of the most brutal... That's why they have such good comics that come out of there. Yeah, but like if you can literally make it in comedy in New York, you can you can do comedy all over the world. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like, wouldn't you want to move to America with like it like if if you could move to America, if we could figure out a way to move to America, live there, and do comedy there, wouldn't you want to do that? Live in a bin. Oh, look, I li- I'm not gonna say our living conditions are going to be great. I'm not going to try and fool you there. But, like, if we could do that, you'd want to do it, wouldn't you? It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Do you have a passport? Yeah. Right. Okay. So now all we need is a visa. And jobs over there. Jobs? Jobs. You could work in hospitality. Would you work in hospitality, (laughs) Martin? Uh, Define work. Um, Poor drinks. Be friendly to people, clean up a bit. Um, yeah, that kind of shit. Maybe. Maybe. What does maybe depend on? What day of the week it is? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know. You're putting me on the spot here and I don't like it. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. No, I think we should move to America. Honestly, what the fuck do you want? Oh, here we go. What's happening? No, uh, god damn it. No. There's a lot of no. Yeah, he said no, I'm not, no, no, gay. No. That's fine. Mm. I've started doing online surveys. For money? Yeah. (laughs) Send me the links to those. (laughs) No, just one website at the moment, but uh, so far, uh, after about, it feels like maybe five hours, I think I've made $19. What? (laughs) What? Which is way below minimum wage. (laughs) How are you getting paid for these surveys? Are they just like, hey, what's your opinion on this? And they say, what, we'll give you $1.50 for it. Yeah, effectively, yeah. It seems insulting to say people to give a, a like their opinion is worth a dollar. Yeah, but I don't have to leave the house. Yeah, but can you send me the link to that? I think I'm gonna. That's probably not really worth it, but I will. No, because okay, how like what's the rate for an opinion? Like, what's the what's the going rate for an opinion? Um. Don't know. It's pretty random. Right. And also, you get surveys very randomly. Right. So, you can't just do, like, straight surveys for a day. No. I wish I could. Then I would probably make, like, 40 bucks. A day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for all my 10-hour shifts. <laughs> $40 for 10 hours. Like, you meant to... Like, your family moved... Your mum moved from Asia to avoid that shit. Yeah, well, I'm bringing back. It's a throwback. <laughs> it's a throwback. <laughs> it's oh, within my roots. That is fucking mad. That is crazy. What I should do is somehow create a bot to. You could. You know what you could do. You know what you could do. You could be a um, 
Lab rats. You could work for a call center and do it from home. Most call center jobs are people who work from home now. Okay. You could you could do that. Do you have you have a laptop? Yeah. Yeah, you could do it then. Apply for working at a call center. You, you can do that from home. They hire anyone. Yeah. So you're gonna do it? I'll apply. You'll apply. Okay. Wouldn't you love to do that? Just like eight hours of. And the thing is, is it's not eight hours of constant phone calls either. It's just eight hours you need to keep your phone close to hand in case you get a call and be ready for it in whatever capacity. What do I need? Do I need to solve problems? Guide people through tech support and things like that. Have you tried... Um, Turning this off and on again. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. And as soon as they say yes, I'll be like, well, I'm out of solutions. Well, yeah, but the problem is you got like you have your solutions on the laptop ready to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. For different problems. For different problems, exactly. Oh, I'm having problem with my erections. Let me try turning it off and on. (laughs) Yes, I have tried that. Well, you should have a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I could see you doing that. I want to be the boss of a pyramid scheme. You want to be the boss of a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Why would you want that? I make hectic money. How would you start a pyramid scheme, though? Well, there's only one way to find out. I don't know. I feel like I'm such... I don't consider myself a good person, but I feel like swin... Like... I don't know. I just feel like swindling people out of their money is just like... I don't know. If it, it There's something so low and scummy about it. It's like I honestly consider them like worse people than murderers. Well. Because it's just so... Just, I would love... You know what? I would actually straight up love to be the person who like... Through fraud and other means and like legal loopholes, stole money from people. I would love to be that person. Well, it's all it's ripe for the picking. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The claws thing. <laughs> okay. Crab claws. Mr. Krabs. How? But what, what? What could be a pyramid scheme? We do. Oh, so now we're buying in. Um. Don't know, sell some kind of shit. Shit product? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would just claim it's really good. No, that'd probably be too easy to get found out. Well, the thing is, there's nothing... There's nothing... Hold on. Pyramid schemes are not illegal. You need to remember this. Yeah, they're just not... uh, Moral. Yeah, they're frowned upon. Yeah, they're frowned upon, but there's nothing legal... Like, there's nothing illegal about selling... A phony product. Well, now it's not illegal. I don't know if I'm really into it anymore. What do you mean? <laughs> you just said you wanted to start a pyramid scheme. Yeah, but now that it's not, there's not the, the thrill of it being illegal is gone. Well, so it would have to be illegal. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Okay. Well, let, let's think about this though. What, what what could be a pyramid scheme? Maybe it could be a service, not a product. A pyramid scheme service. Okay, so let's think. Um, 
let's say, um, let say, uh, um, if we borrow $10 off one guy and then we're like, oh, we'll, we'll get back double. And then borrow $20 off another guy. Yeah. And then get double to him until we get to the point we're borrowing so much money that it doesn't matter and then we're paying all these people yeah that doesn't seem right either (laughs) and then we live in this uh, amazing world of debt no (laughs) no (laughs) and then we disappear (laughs) then we take all the money and disappear yeah, you get to like a critical mass point where you borrowed so much money. To, and then you disappear. And then you disappear. Where would we disappear to? South America? Oh, maybe Mandra. <laughs> <laughs> the scope of your ambition. <laughs> well, no, you needed it like... No, because there's no way I am subscribing to a crime and not following through with it to the nth degree. And if you're going to follow through with a crime to an, to the nth degree and get away with it, you need a fucking massive escape plan. We would need to go to South America. And there's no other place I would want to go. We leave one hour south of here. Yeah, we can't... Yeah. We Less even, than an hour. We didn't even leave the state. Yeah. To me, in, in many ways, it's genius because it'd be the last place they looked. Yeah, or maybe we just don't leave at all. I have no contacts in Mandra. Like, oh, there is no one I know in Mandra. Like, they would think, last known location. Like, who does he know? Where does he go? Like, yada, yada, yada. They would not think to look in Mandra because I have no friends there. I have no family there. Oh, it's such a shithole. It is such a shithole. <laughs> there is one bar in the whole place. And that's where you'll be working. Yeah, that's where I'll be working. I'll buy the place. No, how would we do that, though? Come on, let's think of a crime. Let's think of a get-rich-quick scheme. Um, it's pretty, isn't it? Pretty unlikely um, to get caught if you rob a bank. The first time. Yeah. Yeah. Wyatt Nixon was telling us this. It's unlikely to get caught if you rob a bank. First off, we can't do it now because we've spoken about it on air. Anything we speak about on air will immediately get found out for. Yeah, but not the first time. Not the first time, you don't think? That we rob a bank. Hmm. It's only the repeat. Hmm. But it'll be really uh, pretty tough. What do you mean? To rob a bank? Yeah. How so? I'm not good with conflict. Well, I think the I think that the aim of the game is to minimise the conflict. Is to minimise the impact. Like, you don't want to rob a bank with a lot of noise, because the more noise you make, the, the quicker the cops respond, right? Yeah. So you probably want to be as low-key as possible to delay the response. That's my thought process. I don't know what yours is. It would be a lot easier to rob a bank if I could teleport. That's the trick, isn't it? Or if I had, like, a flying carpet. This was something I posed to my Snapchat AI. Do you have Snapchat? No. Okay. Well, there's this thing on Snapchat now called the AI, which is just an AI bot you chat to. And I proposed it a question. And I said, what is the more moral thing to do? If you had the powers of a god or Superman, is it morally... What is what is more morally wrong? Is it morally wrong to use your powers to correct all the things in the world you see issue with? Or 
It's more responsible to not use your powers and let humanity... Yeah, exactly, and let humanity learn from themselves, even though you have the power to fix all of Earth's problems. What is what? What's the what's the moral solution there? I reckon um, no matter what, if I was a god, I'd just dodge all responsibility. Anyway. <laughs> Even if you were a god, <laughs> gee, I love you so much, Martin. It's it's honestly amazing. But it's I don't know. It's just like a level of honesty. This is true. God damn, that's hilarious. But okay, so next next proposition. What what would be the what's the end game of if you have godly powers, if you have unearthly godly powers, what would be the process, the mindset behind using your godly powers? What would I use them on? Yeah. Yes, what would you use them on? I remember I was talking to Luke about this. Something similar. And he reckons um, he would create like a like a whirlpool in the air. Like a water whirlpool. Right. <laughs> and then he'd get it to suck his dick. Imagination. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, oh man! I love that so much. Why is that so perfect? Because it's so pointless. It is, but it's so gold. <laughs> to as you become a god, you just do something to get you like your dick sucked. <laughs> dick sucked. Just but not even by a person. <laughs> no, no, just by... <laughs> That's the scum of his imagination. <sighs> oh, man. That is... That is so quintessentially Luke, though. I think we were um, having a conversation about what we'd do if we were both gods, and immediately we'd start fighting each other. <laughs> First off, Luke would win that fight. Because Luke's manic. Like, Luke, Luke knows to be the first one to go dirty. Like, he knows to hit the firstest with the mostest, immediately start biting, kicking, and scratching for the balls. I feel like you'd be... Um, you would be too, like, I'm passive both, about it. I'd be, like, invincible. Yes, in a way. I don't think either of us can lose. Mm. Yes and no. Like, I don't know. Interesting scenario. Say the least. But yeah. Very funny bit. <laughs> Sucked his own dick with a whirlpool. <laughs> so get is it like a is it like a vortex in which he can stick his head through and suck his own dick? Or no, is it's it like water? Right, so it's just a, a vacuum <laughs> of water that's circling around his dick. <laughs> yeah, sucking it. Hmm. Interesting. But maybe it's like going backwards and forwards. <laughs> Because he can control matter now, so... Uh, true. True. What... what are the, what's all the kind of sex that you would like to try? 
That would be pretty cool to fuck a whirlpool. Would be. Mm. That I've conjured. Mm. Would it? Hold on. No. Now, here's an interesting um, scenario. Is it ethically wrong if you have the powers of a god to transform into an animal and fuck another animal? That's a good question. Yeah, what, what are the ethics behind that? Well, I mean, you're an animal at the time. Yes, true. But you have the mind of a man. No, they're yours. You sure, have one. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say that the other animal doesn't have the mind of a man? Hmm. Now that's interesting. That's a very interesting theory there. Well, how do they think? But if you were a god, you'd be able to know, wouldn't you? You'd be able to access the mind of the animal. Yeah, but I'll just ignore that. <laughs> just ignore that. And just fuck it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll just be a man. You f- you fuck <laughs> the animal as a man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, you're a god. No one's going to stop you. From... Like, yeah, they can try it. <laughs> no. <laughs> god. Okay, so... You can fuck animals. I can do that now, really. Oh, yeah, you can, but... But it's a lot easier if I'm omnipotent. Yeah. Um, what else? Where would you travel to? Between dimensions? Maybe down to Mandra. <laughs> Just... Okay. Yeah, okay. And that's where I can hide when I've uh, developed my Ponzi scheme as an omnipotent. <laughs> I love, you're still avoiding work by developing a scheme to avoid work. It's like... <laughs> Even though I don't need to work in the first place. Yeah. You're a god. But I'm still actively avoiding work. God. You are so awesome. You are so cool. Has anyone ever told you that? Because I'm so lazy. Yeah. More or less. Yeah, I get... Like, the longer that I know people, the more that they realise I'm really lazy. Mm, true. And for some reason it always becomes hilarious. Maybe because it just aligns with my character. Mm. Can I ask something? But maybe a lot of people uh, are the opposite. They try and seem not lazy. But I just embrace being lazy. I, I wish I could be as lazy as I want to be. But the problem is I have I have too many things that I want to do. I am lazy in some regards, don't get me wrong, but like then, then there are some things that I just need to do in order to achieve what I want to achieve. I have no desire to do that work, though. There is no desire. Pe- people talk about... I mean, people say, oh, love the jur- love the process, love the journey, not the result. And it's like, no. But the result is sick. The result is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's like the result... No. It's... No. Yeah. People who say that shit are, are stupid. And the main reason why they say that is because they love the journey because they've never achieved the result. Maybe. Or maybe they have achieved the result. I don't think so. You've achieved the result of being a good comedian. Uh, not yet. Yes, you have. Not in my own eyes. Maybe, but... Your eyes are small, and so you... Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. You have small eyes. Yeah, well, that's just... Genetics? That's just science. That's, that's just science, is it? Yeah, no, I'm just a very sceptical all the time. Just a very sceptical all the time. All the time, every time, all the time, any time. 
Have you seen that movie? No, I've not. I've heard it's good. Everywhere, anywhere, all every at once. Day. Everywhere, anywhere, all at once. Everywhere, all at once. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds... I've heard people say it's an amazing movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'll probably give it a look. I'll it's... never pay you to go to the cinemas again. Why? It's so expensive. I hey. sneak in. Oh, it would be pretty easy to sneak into cinemas, yeah. It would be... Yeah, it would be so easy to sneak into cinemas. Like, yeah. yeah. We could just sneak into cinemas, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone, like, looking for tickets all the time. I think there's very few people who look for tickets these days, to be honest. They probably just assume that you're honest. Which is the wrong assumption. Do we want to try to do that? Can we try and see... Can we record that? Can we have make a game of it on the podcast? Can we, like, every Monday, we, it, we'll, we'll go down, we'll go to a cinema, and we'll see if we can get in. And we'll just watch a movie, no matter what time. I'm already embarrassed. Why? I'm going to get caught. Why? You're the best thief I know! You steal shit from grocery shops all the time. No, I don't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Can you do me a favour? What? Um, I don't like where this is going. What? Where do you think it's going? I don't know, but go ahead. I don't know. Um, (sighs) I'm lost now. You threw me. I don't know what I was going to ask. I'm totally fucked. Favour? Yeah. Yeah, there were multiple things I was going to ask you. And you've forgotten all of them. Yeah. They couldn't have been too important. They can't have been. Oh, I think, I think one of the favors... There was multiple favors I was going to ask. I think one of them was, it's like, hey, make sure you promote the podcast that you're a part of on your Instagram. I don't promote much of anything. You promote the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to. Why not? Because <laughs> it's work? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Why not? I, I want it to be underground. Why? Just promote it. As soon as it becomes mainstream, it's too weird. As soon as it becomes mainstream, we're going to make money off of it and then be able to do less work. Because at the moment, I'm the only one who's doing work for this podcast. <sighs> Fucking promote it, and you bastard. that's the way I like it. That's the way you like it. That's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, doing all all day and night. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I don't want to do anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. The funniest part about Luke wanting that vortex to suck his dick is not getting, like... In his case, is not getting... Because Luke's gay not getting, like, a man to suck his dick. Mm. Like, just getting someone who he found really, really attractive to suck his dick. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? No, just get the vortex. No, I feel like half the half the appeal in a blowjob is the fact that you've got someone attractive doing it. Yeah, that's pretty funny having a whirlpool. Yeah, fu- you don't get... A, you don't want to get your dick sucked because it's funny. <laughs> get your dick sucked because well, it feels You good. and I have very different... <laughs> Views on blowjobs. Maybe, but like, why not? Why not? Where are we up to? Oh, nice an hour. 
I love how quickly we can just churn these episodes out. But, um, no. Like, uh, what? come on. Like, if you, were, if you were a god and you could get your dick sucked by anything, like, anything, name it, like, legitimately. Anything. Uh, anything. Any human being. Anything or any human being. I'm going to say a human, I want my dick sucked by a human being. I like the idea of, like, a bird. <laughs> okay. But then, when I come, then it's like... Uh, like, throws it up for food. For its children. Yeah. So the bird is feeding your cum to its babies to feed them. I'm a god. Okay. I'll do what I want. Fuck! <laughs> I'm a god. In this scenario. Yeah, yeah I suppose so. Man, do those birds are gonna be so strong? On your on your gods come. Yeah, they're gonna like fly through buildings and everything. Who? <laughs> what would be? Okay, so get your dick sucked, not work, and move to Mandra. That's. <laughs> I'll even drive there. You'll <laughs> <laughs> drive. Why not teleport? No, because I don't have my car. Sorry? Then I don't have my car. You don't need your car anymore if you're a god. Yeah, but I like it. <laughs> you have a sick car, but like... Yeah. You can just fly everywhere or teleport. Having a ute is very inconvenient because you get asked to move house. Why do you do that, then? I'm a bitch. <laughs> just don't do it if you don't want to do it. Do people pay you to do it? Sometimes. Yeah, don't do it for anything else but money. Just tell them. It's like... Yeah. It's like the same thing. It's like I have... The, the list of people that I would do electrical work for free is very, very small. It's so small. It's just you. <laughs> it's pretty much my mum. And... Is your dad on that my list? My dad... <laughs> And some, it's just my mum. It's just my mum. That's probably pretty much just my mum, my dad, and my siblings. Mm. Anyone else I would like charge for. And if it was for a friend, I'd, I'd, I'd like, I'd probably go a little bit cheaper, but I'd still charge them. And it's like, you shouldn't do that for, you shouldn't mo use your you, your resources, your time, your fuel. Charging as an electrician's kind of funny. Why? Because like electrical charge. I didn't see that, but yeah, thank God you're here. I don't know, it's funny, but it's a pun. It's a pun? Uh, you're so funny, Martin. Can you never promise me something? Never change. Oh, uh, well, it's going to be easy. To not change? <laughs> yeah. it's too much work? <laughs> it's too much work to get better. It's too much work. Well, you, you only want to become a better comedian. Yeah. What is... So you're getting on Centrelink. If possible. You should qualify. Yeah, well, um, they said by the 26th... So by the mid-next week, I should be getting payments. Holy shit. Yeah. Jesus, mate. You don't me want to just get on Centrelink, okay? Well, you know what? It's, it's a noble life. Well, you were a taxpayer for... A better, like, over a decade. Yeah, so it's not like you haven't earned it's something. What goes around comes around. Yeah, it's, just, it's not like you haven't earned anything. Yeah, yeah, I was a, I was a, I was a taxpayer for ages. Yeah. 
So now I'm going to be a bludger for a while and then get back on work and then... Well, you know what's fucked? There was a guy I worked for and I found out that when the new start release scheme... You know when we were going through COVID and then they were releasing JobKeeper and such and such and such? Yeah. The government told everyone that like, we were releasing JobKeeper. They did not dictate... They did not tell... Uh, the details of who and who would not be getting JobKeeper. They did not release those details oh. of who would qualify for JobKeeper. Because um, I found out... Well, again, it's just a theory I have. I'm pretty sure, though, that my employer at the time kept JobKeeper from me. They kept JobKeeper from me and kept the money. I'd probably do the same... Fuck you. <laughs> no. I would not do that to you. No, I just mean in general. Oh, fucking hell. You're such a cunt. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I can't believe you sometimes. You're such a fucking... You're such an arsehole. No, i do it for the bit, you know. Do it for the bit. I'd keep the money for the bit. Keep the money for the bit of me being poor. No, for the laugh, you know. Burn, I give it to you. God damn. Nah, I wouldn't give it to you. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I feel, the, the thing is... The thing is, by the end of this year... like Because we're, we're going to have some projects come up in the next couple of months in regards to our TikTok videos and things like that that you're going to be involved in. And this... I, I, I think these projects will put us in the position we need to be to be making money from content and reinvesting our money into making content. Mm. I think that's where it will put us. I don't know that. I'm not 100% certain. But if it happens, you and I are both going to be making money from it. Right? Okay. Okay. I'm on board so far. Yeah. Making money. For something you've done fuck all work for. <laughs> Honestly. Am I the scheme? <laughs> if you're scheme, let's endear, let's endear yourself to this, you know, subject, objective piece of shit person who, who's a shitty comic, much shitter than you. No, there's no scheme. There's, there is a scheme. There's no scheme. Now... Now it seems like I'm a scheming man. You are a scheming man. I'm not scheming. You're a scheming Chinaman. I'm not even Chinese. <laughs> you're not even Chinese. You're, you're Thai. I'm just scheming. You're just scheming. No, there's no scheme. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. I can't wait for other people to meet you. I speak so highly of you in my circles. Who's in your circle? Oh, people I work with. Friends, family. And they meet me and they're like, well, you should never meet your heroes. Yeah, I know. I do, though. I speak highly of you in, like, every circle I go into. I don't really talk to many people. I'm beginning to see them. <laughs> <laughs> it's very tough to talk to people when you're a hermit. Well, you maybe you should get out more. Yeah, you know, I go to comedy. Yeah, well, go do things after comedy. Yeah, but then... Then I'm in the real world. Yeah, well, the real world is where the comedy is, so go spend time in it. 
<sighs> God damn. Nah, I'll do it. Go to the, into the real world? Yeah. Where will you go? Come out with me this Thursday after the gong show. Nah, that sounds awful. Why not? Why? <laughs> I don't like being at, like, pubs and stuff. We'll go someplace fun. We don't need a drink. We'll just go and socialise and talk to weirdos and talk to strangers. Yeah, maybe. Come on. Actually, you know what? Let's have a look at this lineup for this Thursday. I fucking want to know. I'm going to pull up that email right now, actually. Oh, Wyatt is on it. He's on every week, hey? It's consistent. Well, I've applied to be on every week. Uh, okay, so we have Peter Whitnell. I've never heard of him. Oh, yep. J- Jamie, James Kalanam. Me. You. Mason. Uh, Wyatt Nixon. Courtney Maldo. Nice. Aiden Doherty. I have not met Aiden Doherty ever. He's great. Uh, who the fuck is Luke at Ossivort? Uh, open mic. Okay. Uh, Mitch- Mitchell McClemmons. Technically, we're all open micers. This is true, but who's Mitchell McClemmons? Um, I think he's he's got like short hair and he wears a suit. No, don't know him. Mm. Mitchell Glenn, we know Mitchell. Cool dude. Uh, Ant Maxes, I like Ant. Brenda McAuliffe, I like Brenda. Sophie Clark, don't know her. Do you know her? She's the short Canadian girl. Gonna pull this up. Sophie Clark. Sophie Clark, okay. Anyway, uh, compelling, she used compelling to, podcast material. Didn't she used to do run the ECC? Run it? Well, help run it. Nah. No? I'm full of shit there? Yeah, someone okay. else. And then Josh Durkin, last but not least. which will, Josh Durkin's great. So, I like Josh, I like Brenda, I like Ant, I like Mitch... I like Courtney, I like Wyatt, I like you, I hate me, I like Mason, I don't know anyone else. Brilliant. So I feel like it could be a really good night. It could be. Yeah. But we, but uh, come out afterwards for a bit. I'll consider it. Do you need to be up early on Friday morning? Oh yeah. You don't, do you? Always. You do not need to be up early. You're doing fuck all on Friday morning. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Yes, yeah, so come out. Don't. We won't drink. I won't drink. You won't drink. We'll just go out and socialise and see what people do in the real world. Uh, you, know, you might meet someone you like. You might make a new friend. Probably not. Come on. Come on. We'll go to we'll go to Caballitos. We'll say hi to some people there. It's fun. Maybe we'll swing by Sneaky Tony's. Have you ever been to Sneaky Tony's? That's in the wall. In the wall? <laughs> I don't know. Nah. Yeah, maybe. And then we'll go to Connections. This all sounds very loud. Uh, there are quiet places in all those venues. Well, I'll see what I'm doing. Come on. You will get hit on so hard if you go into Connections. I don't want to be... <laughs> Okay, well, just, you don't need to reciprocate. You just need to say politely, no thanks. I remember I went to the court once and someone asked me if I was gay. What'd you say? I was like, well. Well, 
20 bucks is 20 bucks. If you dress up as a whirlpool, I'll consider <laughs> So, please, please, promise me now that you'll come out for a little bit on Thursday night. I won't get you out all night. Well, look, we'll see what I'm doing because no, maybe I'll be doing. No, promise it now. You won't be doing. I know you. You won't be do. You will do fuck all, dude. You I will am... go home and you will go to bed. That is all you will do. Yeah. Yeah. So come on out. Oh well, look, we'll see. No, promise <laughs> on Mike now. Promise there's, on there's Mike. There's gonna be no promises. Come on. Consider this payment for me paying for the podcast. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't like being socialising. <laughs> no, you don't. But you probably should. Come on. Socialising. It's is... a walk away from the comedy lounge. It's a walk away. But then I find it so hard to escape social situations. You walk away at any point you want. Every social situation is an escape room. What if you just socialise with me? We'll go there together and we'll just talk. Well, look, we'll see. We see each other for fucking five hours nearly every week. Yeah, and you know what? That is enough. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Jesus Christ. God. I I like to not socialise. What do you consider this? Do you consider this work? No, but uh, leaving, like, no, going to things that are not comedy is pretty hard. It's, it's, it's not anything. It's not going to something. It's just going out and hanging out. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to, so- you're not expected to socialize with anyone. Sometimes it's fun just to sit in a corner and observe the room. Yeah, I've done that at times. Not in a daycare moment. Why not? Because it's frowned upon to observe things though. What am I going to see? <laughs> As if they're going to like start stripping or what? I don't know. I don't know the mind. I don't know how your mind works. Well, how am I going to see anything of value at this daycare? I don't know. Well, do you value anything in the daycare? Only the kids. Only the kids. Oh, please come out. We'll see. Look, I don't like this whole bit. Why not? Just do it. <laughs> so much. Why? The whole idea of leaving the the sweet uh, womb of the anything but comedy. Gosh, anything but comedy. Comedy sucks. Comedy sucks. It's it's addictive. <laughs> it's fucking like it's it's. It's hard. It's difficult. It like yeah, it's great. It you. It's so difficult and it's so soul sucking and it's so addictive. How love it. I know. I love it too. But it is. It's. It. It, it is like fucking heroin. It is so bad for you, but so addictive. Yeah. Unlike socializing, which is the opposite. So good for you, but so bad. But not addictive. So good for you, but not addictive. Well, balance, right? Don't you don't you don't you believe in balance? I know this because you've spoken about it. In what regard? Well, well, like discipline and lifestyle. You just said most things just require balance. Did I say that? Something along those lines. Yes. I don't think I said that. I think you did. 
Pull up the footage. <laughs> I don't have the footage of it. I don't record every conversation we have. Just like 60% of them. Why not? Because we... Honestly, do you want the conversations we have where Luke is involved to be recorded? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ideally. Ideally. Mr. Whirlpool Dig. Yeah, I love... Um... Well, okay. Let, let, let me put it another way. What would I have to offer to incentivize you to come out? I don't need anything. Okay. But you want something? Well, we'll see what I'm doing. <sighs> I, I want you to come out. Well, look, we'll see what I'm doing. We could go out and meet some new people who ask for to come on as um, as guests. Yeah, well, that could happen. Yeah. Could find you a new lady friend? Nah. No? You don't have any more lady friends at all? Not anymore. Okay. Nice, Martin. Now that I'm on love on the spectrum. I'm, I am signing you up for that. I'm going to figure out how to sign you up, and I'm going to sign you up for that. I, I do not care what it takes. <laughs> God. All right, fuck it. Ugh, shall we close off the episode? Yeah. Anything you want to plug? Uh, I reckon if you got the time, go check out Mandra. Jesus. Oh, um, guys, please uh, come down to the Gong Show this Thursday. Sunday slouches every Sunday. Martin Darcy. Um, every weekend at the Sunday slouches. Do you want to be on again at the next Sunday slouches? I would love to be on every weekend to get as many opportunities to bomb as possible. When's the last time you bombed? I didn't do... Well, it depends how you qualify a bomb. Not getting a single laugh. Oh, it's been a long time. But, yeah. But, like, not doing well. Oh, well... I haven't bombed, though. Anyway, uh, New Patreon exclusive coming soon. Please, everyone DM Martin and tell him to come out. Um, because I'm not going to stop annoying him until he does. And... Then I'm I'm curious. Um, <coughs> actually, no, that's that's all I want to talk about for the week. Aaron, twenty-two. <coughs> that was a weird cough. <laughs> yeah. Just the way you covered your mouth, like you went to put two hands up for it. <coughs> yeah. <laughs>